Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Linky. Welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with a mental illness. Before we get started, a note. We are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Today, we're going to dive into a reflection of 2020. So for many, it was a challenging year, but there's a lot we could have learned from the year. There's a lot that happened that may have been positive. And so that's what we really want to reflect on. We want to look at how 2020 really impacted us. No, we definitely do. I think I have many Sometimes not. I don't have like the most PG thirteen things to say, but at the at at the same time, I think I just really enjoyed the learning curves. Like it wasn't a completely negative year, despite there being a lot going on in everyone's life. I actually coined twenty twenty like the worst year of everyone's life thus far, because <laughs> I think it's just. Mm-hmm. I think for many it was. I yeah. you know. There was a pandemic and I think being in the midst of it, there Mm -hmm. was a lot that changed. There was a lot that shifted. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of adjusting. Um, Yeah, it was it it was a challenging year. That's the one way to put it for me. Definitely. I think what I what I most I went into it like somewhat optimistic because I was like, oh, yeah, I don't have to go outside. And there's like a valid reason to not do so. But then as the year went on, I was like, Oh, this is weird, man. Like, I can't really see all the people who mean so much to me. I'm, I, I felt like this really real and almost like ever encroaching emptiness and disconnect, if I can put it that way, because everything had to go online for the safety of not just myself, but also those around me. And I mean, I have an older mother, so I had to be especially careful. But uh yeah, it, it was challenging so far as, you know, my humanity had to shift and also focus on the fact that there are other people's lives at risk. But it was also like, a, oh, wait, so when, you know, things do calm down and there is almost an end to what we're going through at the moment, then this is what I want to do differently. This is what I want to do more of, you know, I really did a lot of telephone calls. I had to do a lot of um, virtual calls because I felt like I needed to keep in contact with people, even Mm. though I couldn't see them in person. And so it was, I think for many, it was important for us to keep that connection because we need it. You know, I think we, Mm. we really learned that we need each other. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, funny enough, I learned that I need the people who mean as much as they do to me, but I also do not need certain things as well. I don't need like an influx of communication coming in and, and every, how do I put this in a, in a more sort of succinct and simple way? There are certain things that I can do without to better my own life. And that's a huge learning curve that I got out of 2020 was that there are so many things that I thought I needed or that I almost like I had negative associations with them but then they also 
served a purpose but then I had all of this time and all of these resources to just be like no actually I don't need that I really don't I don't need to engage with someone I don't want to engage with I don't need to you know do things that make me very unhappy and actually put me in in a damp not damp space but in a very dejected mood you know what I'm saying like where it's just sort of like there are certain things that you can discard that seem important that are actually not that important well I have to agree because I mean I've talked about this before but I learned a lot about my boundaries in Mm. 2020 I learned a lot about who I want in my space and who I don't want in my space but I also Mm. learned that I say yes a lot when I mean no Mm-hmm. And so I got to say no more and um, without having to excuse it, just having to being able to say, no, I can't do that or no, mm-hmm. I'm not available for that. Mm-hmm. And so it helped me, especially with um, the distance somewhat to mm-hmm. be able to articulate that to people and communicate that without it seeming as if, um, I'm rude, really, because I think a lot of the time we have expectations of people that they should be available 24-7 for whatever it is that we want. And Mm -hmm. that's not true. We really have to protect our space. No, 100%. I mean, that was something that, I mean, I'm a lot more comfortable now, even texting some of my closest friends and being like, hi, I don't really feel like chatting at the moment, but I'll get back to you at a later point, probably tomorrow or like, you know. At, at like a point where I'm feeling a bit more social because I really do value my alone time. Like that's a huge part of me being functional and being able to show up for people and also to show up for myself. So in saying and being honest with um, anyone really and saying, listen, I'll get back to you later is a way of me like showing up for myself and standing up for myself and saying, actually, no, and yeah, no, I don't want to do this at the moment. And it's okay. And if it's not okay with that person, th- they can deal with that on their own front. I hear you. I hear you. But tell me, what are the limiting beliefs or habits that you're leaving in 2020? That I can't. That's the biggest one for me, that I can't. Um, because I think like just another big thing was sort of like stepping into my capabilities and just seeing myself as I am and not like obviously you know I think we had this conversation the other day where it's like you're you're boxed differently according to the people that you're around or the situation that you're in um and I think I I'm no longer going to lean into feeling as if I'm obligated to present myself this way to some people or like certain relatives or whatever I'm just going to be myself more and more and I'm just going to do what it is I want to do without the the kind of like screaming in the back of my mind of this is dangerous it's not gonna go well eh." but (laughs) just um just doing the thing like just well what's the thing they was like just doing the damn thing and then whatever consequence there is I will deal with it accordingly, but I don't think it's fair to keep holding myself back simply because I'm afraid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I can totally relate to that. I think a lot of the time, um, I think in my experience, I found that sometimes 
I limit myself and mm. I feel like um, I'm not capable of certain things. And yeah. so I'm leaving that thought process in 2020 and I'm really focusing so much on what I am able to do and what my strengths are. Because yeah. I think if I leverage my strength, it's just so mm. much better and it just, it serves me better and it serves the people around me so much better. Um, I was just thinking about habits and I think mm -hmm. I, I've talked about this as well, I think at some point um, about procrastination. And so yeah. in 2020, I'm saying, thanks, procrastination. You can sit there. You can stay mm -hmm. there with your mm -hmm. handbag, your whole suitcase. I'm mm -hmm. not carrying you into the new year. I like that. I can't be as like confident in the procrastination factor because sometimes I struggle to like separate the two where it's like, oh, I'm not procrastinating. I'm just tired. Whereas procrastination is like, oh, well, I haven't watched TV in like three months. And there's this one thing I have to do right now, but eh, eh, we'll get to it. That's, that's sort of like separating out of the two. And something else that I think I, I want to leave behind is just this almost like slave to the system. Um, mindset that I had for a long time where it was like well if I'm not being productive then I'm like not um, a functional human being and it's like no you're just tired and it's okay to be tired it's okay to say no I'll, I'll push my workout to tomorrow because I'm tired or I'm just not able to really you know get into the headspace that I need in order to be as productive as I want to be do you know what I mean or even just like switch up um the way that I do something. So the method for how I want to, like, let's say, write a blog post or, um, you know, make some graphics or whatever else. I, I think it's just, it's, it's not fair to keep being pushed beyond my own limits simply for the sake of something that I'm going to resent in the long run because totally. it makes me feel that way. I agree. Mm. Wow. I can totally understand that. And I think it, it just empowers you when you're able to say, not today, you know, mm -hmm. when you're able to say, I, I kind of need a break for this, or um, I kind of need to revisit this on a day when I have the energy for it. And I think that that's valid. I think that's totally valid. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of us also find that we have to stick within the boundaries um, and, you know, and the boxes that people have created and have, you know, set out mm -hmm. for us, but it, it's, it's so much more. And when I think about it, it's so much more about our individualism mm -hmm. and how we're able to step into that without mm -hmm. offending others, without mm -hmm. um, betraying ourselves yeah. Um, I think that's really critical. I think something else I'm also leaving behind in 2020 is um, engagement with people I wouldn't normally that I wouldn't normally engage to for the sake of social propriety, if I can put it that way. Like I just don't have to. It, it comes back to my earlier point about how I can I 
I can function perfectly fine with only a limited amount of people in my life. Or I'm, I'm by no means an extrovert, but I think there are sometimes instances where you might be at a dinner party and, you know, the majority of the people there are people you don't know. Um, and someone throws out a topic of conversation or makes a comment that is not particularly kosher to you or you might have a different opinion. But instead of sort of like wanting to grab onto that um, to that like non-kosher thing that's being spoken about i'll just sit back and listen and it's fine you know it's it's not my duty to educate someone who is more than capable of educating themselves and it's also not like it's it's not my obligation to upset myself in the process and put myself in a bad mood i agree Mm. oh yeah yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that on as well. I think because <laughs> I, am... I think that again, I think so much about how we impose our experiences on others and how others want to expose, um, impose their thoughts and opinions on us. Yes. And I'm like, look, look, I don't we need to do, do that. I don't need to engage that in that. I am happy for you to believe what you believe and I'm happy to believe what I believe and yeah. I'm happy to, I'm happy to discuss it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not allowing myself to argue about it unnecessarily. Exactly. That's and that's that, that almost like there's almost like a, a 1.2 aspect to that in the sense that I just do not, I'm leaving behind sharing as well or oversharing so to say because oftentimes I find that I need sound boards right so you're one of my biggest sound boards for example um where I'm like okay no, I don't know how I feel about this and it's but like you need to talk something out to get it to to, yes. to get to like a, a final point right but I've also realized that there are certain in not inhibitions but certain things that inhibit people from really taking someone at their word and saying that yes. oh no I feel this way and this strongly about this one thing and then you come in as the person I'm talking to like yeah no but when I was your age it's like no 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 <laughs> that that's that's not what I'm asking you that that is absolutely not what I'm asking you and it's okay to just put your foot down in that instance or end it off in a kind way where it's like I thought you were the right person to talk to about this or someone I could talk to specifically about this, but clearly you're not. And that's fine. And I appreciate your time. Also, we're never doing this again. Um, (laughs) Or we will do this. (laughs) We will do this um, about something that you're more, you know, wise on or whatever fun recipe you might have for me. And it's okay to hold back or keep certain things to yourself. I think this also goes into like the whole privacy thing I told you about, um, you know, in, in, in private about how I just really want to protect myself more to really just be like, no, I'm not going to tell even like the people who mean most to me about this, because this is, this is mine. This is for me. I don't yes. have to, I don't have to impart this. I don't have to, I can impart it at a later date when maybe I'm less attached to it. But even if I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I don't owe anyone that I don't owe anyone a seat in my sanctity you know yes I totally totally agree with you you know when we started this I kind of thought oh 
what am I really going to talk about? What do I have that 2020 taught me and yeah. that, um, that I'm leaving behind? And I think for yeah. me, I am grateful for the year because mm. I think gratitude is important. I think there's so Huge much we can be grateful for. And yeah. so I had a lot about that, but I hadn't really, I, I didn't think there were that many things that I needed to let go of. And I think sometimes we need to really look at those things and say, hey, you mm -hmm. know what? I, I really need to let go of this. I'm holding on to habits. I'm hold, holding on to limiting beliefs. And in actual fact, I don't need to carry those around. And it's not necessarily about a specific year. It's mm -hmm. also just about our growth. And as we grow as individuals, it is so important for us to reflect, Yeah. for us to um to really just redefine as much as we possibly can and when needed um, our space and, mm -hmm. and, and be able to, to move forward with so much more confidence in ourselves. And, um, and I think, yeah, I think, I think that's really important. And, and, you know, before we end off, what are you grateful for from 2020? I'm grateful that I was able to connect with myself in a way that no one will be able to take away from me. Oh, I love that. I'm also really glad that, oh, just to kind of tag off on your final point, we are allowed to not only be ourselves, but we're also allowed to forgive ourselves. Yes. So if you weren't able to do something last year, that's okay. There's, there's plenty of time in order to, you know, almost like, to, to do that again or to even just move on from it it's okay oh okay I am grateful so much for family because I've spent so much time at home mm -hmm. with my family mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um I'm really grateful for who they are as individuals um their different personalities I think that that really came out when we were together. Yeah. I am also, from a personal standpoint, I'm grateful for what the year taught me, again, about how I can show up mm. and how I show up. And I think yeah. I had to really do a lot of introspection. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I found that there were a lot of spaces that were not me. There was a yeah. lot about my identity that I had misplaced. And so it was a really coming back to myself. And um, and that was good. It felt good to do that. And another thing which was really critical for me was forgiveness. Yeah. I did a lot of letting go. I did a lot of self-forgiveness because Dude, I right? think... There's so much, again, that we blame ourselves for, that we hang on to. Look, I talk about baggage a lot. This, yeah. was, this was not just one suitcase. This was just an entire collection of just bag, 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 and bags. Just an, just an attic stuff. full of old stuff where it's like, are look, we still thinking about this? Look, <laughs> I, I totally get that. And I was just that. like, no, 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 no. I don't need to revisit that. I don't mm. need to hang on to that. And so mm. that was big for me in 2020. Yeah. And it's because I had the time. 
um, not that my schedule changed too much, but I had the mental space to do it because mm. I was able to really reassess where I could commit and what my priorities were. Yeah. And so that's, that's big. That's been very big for me. Massively. And I think we can leave it there. And everyone, we will catch you in our next episode where we delve into moving forward into 2021. So thank yes. you for listening. I'm excited for that. Same. So excited. And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed on this podcast are our own. Our views and the views of any guests on our show cannot be construed as advice or should be used as medical recommendation. If you need help, please consult a licensed medical professional.